0: Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anton Irwin. Today on the show, Andre Drummond says he wants to come back next year. And fans gave some interesting thoughts regarding play review. We start with Andre Drummond, who went on Instagram Live and did a Q&A with uh, Lakers Central. And he had this to say about potentially returning to the Los Angeles Lakers. Quote, It was an incredible time in my career to have this opportunity to play with LeBron James instead of against him. Hopefully things go the right way, and we'll try to run it back again. Remember, this is the same Andre Drummond who called a fan drunk for asking him to take the minimum. So that means the Lakers would probably have to use their mid-level on him, which is their only real asset in terms of improving the team that they had last year. So... Something's got to give here. The case to be made in Drummond's favor is that we saw some stretches there with LeBron and Anthony Davis and Drummond out there together where the Lakers looked good. They were beating the crap out of the Phoenix Suns in stretches of that last game before Davis tweaked his uh, groin and then everything went to shit. So after that, though, other than that, I guess... Uh, the, the case is that, well, if he wants to come back at the minimum or if he's forced to come back at the minimum, if the market forces him to, to sign somewhere at the minimum, then cool, awesome. And the Lakers got probably one of the better, or I don't want it to go better, but one of the more talented bigs on the market at about fair market price, maybe slightly below market price, fair market price. And... If that's, what they, if that's what he's okay with, and then he's okay with uh, playing the kind of role that would allow him to get paid a little bit more uh, next year, then everybody wins. Only thing is, it's impossible to predict this market. There are a whole bunch of teams whose finances are all out of whack because of the way the last two seasons have gone for the league as a whole— And you're looking at a free agent class that doesn't exactly blow you away, so that might inflate the amount that Andre Drummond thinks he's capable of getting. All that said, bigs are pretty replaceable. We saw it last year where the Lakers, and we've seen it, frankly, over the last couple years, where over the last two seasons, the Lakers have had Dwight, Damian Jones, Andre Drummond, although he was a buyout, but still... They've had uh, those guys, Marcus Saul, all on the minimum deal. And then uh, Javel McGee was the only player, the only center that they got significant minutes from who wasn't on a minimum, but he was very close to it. So the cost to find a big out there, especially a big who is just going to be asked to protect the rim and catch lobs those bigs are relatively easy to find. We saw how good, like, I know it's a running joke at this point how high on Damian Jones I am, but the eight-time Michelob Ultra Player of the Week uh, is is a perfect example of how easy it is to find somebody who plays that narrower a role. The Lakers might even be able to draft a player who fits into that into that mold. So, long story short, Andre Drummond, It's cool that you're open to returning. It's cool that you even want to return. But unless you're willing to come back at the minimum, I just don't see the point in the Lakers using those kinds of resources, anything more than a minimum, on a highly replaceable player. So every so often here on Silver Screen and Roll and across the SB Nation family of websites, we ask a bunch of questions of our readers uh, and this time the questions the series of questions had to do with ref- uh, a, a official review in the final couple minutes of ball games uh, the coaches review all of that good stuff some might consider it good stuff might consent some others might consider it less good stuff but here's the first question do you like the official replay in the NBA 68% of those who responded said yes they do like the concept of replay in the game. I'm with them. I think it's good that we have the technology to be able to review uh given the stakes on some of these calls that referees are always going to miss. Next one though, should there be a time limit on replay reviews? 78% said yes, 22 said no. I'm 1 zillion percent on board with this. Also, I would like a more independent arbiter on those on those calls get the referees who made the calls out of the process uh we know that they are already biased for the call that they made it's 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 they aren't out there you know thrilled about the idea of of hey yep i missed that one that's on me Uh, so i would like to be able to throw it to the replay center let the replay center take care of it completely no Interference from the the referees on the court, let those guys make the call as they do, and then throw to the game within 30 seconds. That's all you get. If you can't figure if you can't overturn it in 30 seconds, then it probably shouldn't have been overturned in the first place. This one's interesting. Should there be a cap on replays in the final two minutes? Forty-one percent of those polled said no. Or no, forty-one percent said yes, fifty-nine percent said no. I think I'm on board with this one, though I will say, the flagrant reviews, all of that, that can go. I'm fine if if it's a flagrant and you aren't throwing a player out. Like if you if you aren't ready to throw a player out in the moment on a flagrant that they that they made, then cool. It's not it's not something that we need to spend two minutes over at the replay center for. Uh, but if if a player gets is is going to be thrown out and you want to look it over before you make a heat-in-the-moment call like that, fine, that's fine. But again, you get 30 seconds. What you can't have is out-of-bounds call over there, there's a couple minutes. Uh, Foul or a charge over here, nope, that's another couple minutes. Flagrant foul over there, there's another few minutes. And then add to that the free throws involved with all of those calls and, and, and how long it takes to get players on and off the court, and you have two basketball minutes lasting you half an hour that's not okay these playoff games are super exciting in their own right we don't need to stretch them out with litigation upon litigation upon litigation and the last question here is super interesting would you prefer officials make calls based on the spirit of the rule or the spirit of the sport this is in response to uh patrick beverly asking for a review after he knocked the ball out of bounds But because Devin Booker's hand was on it last, because his hand was on top of the ball, according to the replay, that call gets reversed and Patrick Beverly wins the the challenge. Uh, This is something that would not be called that way over the course of the game at all. This is is a call that changes in the last two minutes of a game because of the, the replay process. This is one where... Personally, I think that if 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 a player is demanding that you look at something like that, referees should be allowed to just like in in baseball with uh with checking a a player's swing, a batter's swing. If a if a referee thinks that they saw that bat go around, they don't have to ask the first or third base umpire for extra help there. Uh, and and you. That call goes as that umpire makes it. If a referee thinks that he has a call right, then the referee should be allowed to say, "Nope, we don't need a review here. We're moving on." And and uh, if if a team wants to protest or whatever, then that's fine. But what we don't need is is Patrick Bever- the Patrick Beverleys of the world deciding how games go because they know that they got one over on the ref. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. Today on my on, on the Lakers Lounge, Harrison took the day off, so I welcomed Keith Parrish of Fast Break Breakfast uh, to come on and discuss David Fisdale and Marcus Gasol and their relationship because uh, Keith covers the Memphis Grizzlies, and uh, I asked him about how Marcus Gasol might be handling everything going on with the Lakers and whether it would be enough to drive Mark towards retirement or asking away from the Lakers via trade or via waving. Uh, and and he gave some interesting thoughts there. We also went a little lean in deep on John Morant as a player. I just find the guy super interesting. He's kind of a throwback player in that he does stuff just because it looks cool. And I enjoy that about sports. I think we're missing some, some of that. Uh, and then also, if you haven't already check out uh, yesterday's show, the, Uh, the 30 in which Jazz Kang and Sabrina Merchant spent uh, a little bit more time digging into the X's and O's and the impact that David Fisdale might have on the Lakers. Until next week, I'm Anthony Irwin, telling you guys to have a great rest of your weekend, make somebody else's, and I'll talk to you on Monday.